about yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. Thank you ever so much for downloading the podcast. I'm going to cut straight to the chase. Uh, around six o'clock in the morning, do not expect to get somebody on the show singing a song that they remember from being nine years of age. But that's exactly what's going to happen, so enjoy. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. Alex Richardson is still here, in for Emma. You didn't put me off yesterday. Well, it's so lovely having you here, Alex. I'm glad you've returned. Uh, you did reveal this time yesterday you'll normally set your alarm to go for 10am. Yeah. So, day two, mm. how are you finding it? OK. OK. There's a slight numbness to my body, a fuzz in the head, but <sighs> I'm OK. That's when I make my best radio when I'm here <laughs> now. Um, Glenn Moore has moved into Studio One with me. Yeah. Uh, Glenn, lovely to, you know... Be looking at you the same way I do yeah, everyone. We've never made direct eye contact without a glass, so it doesn't feel like you visited me in prison but anymore. We, yeah, <laughs> but we're both wearing glasses just to keep the mystique yeah, going. Yeah. <laughs> so we've done is move the studio glass closer to our faces. <laughs> um, of course, because Matt Dyson, his wife and his family are expecting their third child. It's all happening as we speak over the next couple of days. We will, of course, keep you posted. And talking of keeping us posted, email me anytime you like. It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. And that's exactly what David from Portsmouth has done and I'd like to open the show with this. Dear Dave, when I was 12 years old, I won my first ever competition with the football magazine Shoot and I won my first ever pair of goalkeeper gloves. I was so chuffed, I went to school and told all my friends about it. The next day, I got a phone call from Shoot magazine saying they had sent them to the wrong person and that I hadn't won the competition and I needed to send the goalkeeping gloves back. I was so disappointed and upset. When I went back to school and told my friends, they just laughed at me and said that one of them had rung up and, t- and pretended to be the person from Shoot Magazine. That person's name? Roger Black, soon to be well-known for his 400-metre Olympic silver medals in Atlanta 1996 and, of course, uh, the 2006 MasterChef finalist, <laughs> David from Portsmouth. And also, you know Roger Black. Yes, uh, he gave a talk at my school when I was about sort of seven years old and we, by, at that age, had no concept really of what the Olympics is or really necessarily what MasterChef was. Um, <laughs> so we appreciated his talk, but at the same time, all we were thinking was, who are you? Yeah. And now we know he's someone who, frankly, could be stripped of his medals with this latest revelation. Yeah, I know. It's horrible making fraudulent phone calls like this, Roger. It's just not on. Um, I recall, I wrote an article about this. One of the England footballers came to my school, but we had no idea who he was. We think he was a kind of a fringe team player. And I recall vividly, like, my dad asking me to point him out on a poster of all the Eng- of the England team, and mm. I couldn't remember which one he was. And then I remember having the exact same feeling when I went to a school called Cholton Manor, and I arrived, I was invited by the head teacher Tim, and I just looked around and I had a moment where I thought, none of you have any idea who I am. Yeah. <laughs> so I felt for that England player, yeah. whoever he is. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. So many of you getting in touch. So many of you disappointed in Roger Black. Many of you held him up as a hero mm. just to realise that he was a schoolboy prankster. Um, also, many of you interested in Shoot Magazine. Glenn, what is Shoot Magazine? Well, where to begin? I mean, it ended um, prematurely in 2008. It started, of course, in 1969. However, there were gaps. Uh, there were no weekly issues of Shoot between, um, I think it was May 17th to June 21st, 1980, okay. for six weeks, and for a further five weeks from June 30th to July 28th, 1984, of course, because of, you know, industrial, industrial action. Industrial action, of yes. course. Yes. Um, and then in the 70s, uh, Shoot merged with a rival publication, uh, Goal, and for a while, uh, it was sold under the title Shoot slash Goal. So they couldn't 
decide between... Right, snappy. The titles, yeah, you think they nice. could have got round a table and just yeah. resolved that? Can I have a look at your computer? Shoot slash goal. <laughs> hey, bruv, is that shoot slash goal guy? <laughs> so there we go. Thank you very much indeed, Glenn Moore. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Morning, guys. My first thought on waking... ..was, that's not how you make fish cakes... Not sure what I was dreaming about. <laughs> and that's from Angie on her way to work at Clapham Junction on her usual platform spot number 10. Uh, so thank you very much indeed, Angie. Have you ever made fish cakes, Glenn? No, I don't like them. You don't like fish cakes? No, they're not for me. Why? I don't know. I like cakes, I like fish. Technically, mm. they should be a perfect combination, a perfect marriage of the two. Yeah. But there's something very dry and disappointing about them. Oh, I like a crispy, fishy potato. I think that's what they affect. Maybe the ones I had as I was growing up were too soft and fell apart yeah, too easily. They need to, they need to have yeah. like a crunch to them. Alex, have you made fish cakes? Yeah, once. It didn't go well. They were soggy. And I wanted that nice, crisp fish cake. No, it didn't work out. Breadcrumbs okay. everywhere. Not good. So, so there we go. Where's that bell? Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> my first thought this morning is I told my new girlfriend I loved her for the first time and it feels magic. Aww, and that's, that's from cute. Dave in Hemel Hempstead. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, coming up for you next, we have a musical first thought, which we're very excited about. Uh, but my first thought this morning I'd like to share with you all, and please tell me if this is a good idea. Mm. Is there anything in a social media feed dedicated entirely to estate agents looking around on Homes Under the Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when they're just walking... Because I saw a particularly aggressive one uh, the other day, yeah. in the morning. Because Homes Under the Hammer was already one of the best things on TV and now it's got added Dion Dublin, so yeah. it's, it can't... You know, one give of it, the more surreal casting choices. Absolutely. Yeah. But, I, but the more I had to spend time trying to figure it out... But someone just... This estate agent just walked in really aggressively, wasn't it? Windows. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I, could, I could watch that on Instagram all day long. I love it when they've just obviously made someone look in a cupboard and it's just them <laughs> looking in an empty cupboard and then yeah. shutting it again. Now, if you saw that on Instagram feed, you'd like that picture, oh, yeah. wouldn't you, Alex? Yeah. Thank you, thank you. I'm on to something. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Now, we promised you a musical first thought and that's exactly what we're about to get. Let me give a little pre-ramble to this, what's going to be incredible moment of live radio. I believe that the Sinclair C5 and our defunct mode of transport was 34 years ahead of its time. So in 2019, I'm kind of bringing it back. And we're doing this with your help. And now we find ourselves, as of yesterday, in a situation where coming very soon, this month, the month of January, the Great British Sinclair C5 Seafront Race is going to be happening in Margate. It is going to be Matt Dyson and I versus Bush and Ritchie from home time. And now, joining us on Line 1, we have Scott. Good morning to you, Scott. Good morning, Dave. How are you? Very good. Thanks for asking, my man. And how are you on your Tuesday morning? Marvellous, thank you. Uh, so your first thought was that you remember someone at primary school, your mate's brother, wrote a song all about the Sinclair C5. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. I've been, I've, been, I've been thinking of ringing in all week, but I've just been a bit too nervous. And then I, I was up early this morning, so I just thought I'm going to send the text and see where it goes. Mate, don't be nervous. It's so lovely having you on the show. Um, can we ask you for a... Do you remember the words? Do you, do you remember the words I, to I, it? I, only, I, rem- I remember the first verse and the first line of the chorus and that's it. But, I, I, but that, that's all I can remember. For some strange reason, it's just been in my head for... Obviously, since I was about nine years of age. So. Well, I think remembering the first verse and the first line of the chorus is pretty impressive, to be honest, Scott. So, um, without further ado, a song written by your mate's brother, an ode to the Sinclair C5. Take it away. It goes something like this. Well, I know a rocker with a Mustang, I know a greaser of a Pontiac. My best friend's name is Elvis, and he drives a pink Cadillac. 
Well, I've got something mean and low that'll burn up the Queen's Highway. So look out, baby, here I come. I've got something to say. Well, it's a white and yellow. It's a got three wheels. It's a C53 machine. It only takes about an hour or so to go from not to 15. The girls go crazy as cruising by. And that's all I can remember. Oh! oh. Excellent, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> what a thing to write when you're nine years old. Well, his brother was a bit older. His brother must have been about um, 12, 13, something like that. But yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm 100% sure he, his brother wrote it. And that brother's <laughs> name was Hall of Notes. <laughs> There's still a lot of references to Elvis and the chicks for a 12 year old, in my opinion. But, hey, there you go. What do I know? Um, Scott, thank you so much for coming on and doing that. It's nice to know that the Great British Sinclair C5 Seafront Race in Margate has now got its own theme tune. Can you remember the name of this person? His, his name was Carl, but uh, I mean, he's, he's, um, he's, I'm sure his surname was Myers, Carl Myers. Um, I'm 100% went to Glapton Primary School in Clifton, Nottingham. Glapton um, in Clifton. His, his brother I used to talk about with, his name was Johan. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm still, I'm understand sure it's them. But yeah, it's a long time ago, and I've, I've not been in contact since probably we left primary school. So um, it's just one of them things that's been in my head for years and years and years. <laughs> well, it's inc- it was incredibly delivered. If Glackton and Carl and Johan, if any of those are ringing any bells out there, please do get in touch. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast, Absolute Radio. More of your first thoughts. Aaron from Bury St Edmunds. My first thought was, what colour wheelie bin needs to go out for collection today? No one knows, Aaron. Yeah. No one will ever really know. And even if we're giving you a location, we still can't. You can't look those things up. And if you... Yeah, so let's go with green. Put the green one, <laughs> put the green one out, Aaron, and just, just hope for the best. I'm disposal expert. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cut the brown one, not today. Um, so we're uh, the first thoughts from in the studio, I think there could be something in a social media feed dedicated entirely to estate agents looking around on homes under the hammer. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Glenn, what was your first thought this morning? Um, is it a legal requirement in a movie, if they're showing a scene on a movie set, that it's a legal requirement that you need to show two removal men moving a background of a desert island. <laughs> because I, I I went to see Stan and Ollie last night, and it's a great, great film. But they had a bit set on a you know they have a bit that's set on the background of a movie set. And I whispered to my friend, I was like, any minute now we're going to see a little tropical art. And then we did, like within it seconds. Happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's always like a, a Tutankhamun sarcophagus lined up <laughs> against a wall. Have you done the kind of studio tours in in LA or any of those the movie houses? No, I don't think I have. I mean. MGM Studios at Disney World Florida doesn't really count, does it? That's all pretend. No. Um, but have you? I have. It's, I, it's, it was quite sad because you'll just suddenly see, like, E.T.'s just on a shelf. Yeah. <laughs> just laying there with one long finger out. <laughs> just going, oh, yeah. he didn't go home. <laughs> He's actually in storage. Um, was the film any good? I'm interested to oh, see it's it. Brilliant. Steve Coogan it is, and it, it's, it John is C. Riley. It's very it? sad, but it is very, very, very good indeed. Okay. And they, they act, they, it is brilliant. They're so convincingly Stan Laurel and Oliver Hardy. It's, it's a great film. Wonderful. Alex, what was your first thought this morning? Uh, can I be bothered to be a supportive wife? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Are you married? <laughs> <laughs> so my other half's got a last-minute place into the London Marathon. Oh, good for he's him. He's asked me, he's a bit out of shape at the minute, he's asked me to train <laughs> alongside him. You know, have... <laughs> <laughs> He's going to love that. But I went through my first run in ages yesterday, woke up this morning, could feel it in the hamstrings. I just think, can I be bothered? Can I support him in, in other ways? Yeah, do you, do you mean moral support yeah. is what you want to be doing? I'll drive along with 
with a megaphone, but I'm not willing to run <laughs> alongside him. Yeah, you've got to look at yourself as, if he's Rocky Balboa, you're Mick. So you're not yeah. going to be actually boxing anyone, but no. you're going to be nearby. I'm there. You're yeah. going to be releasing a chicken for him to run around and try <laughs> yeah. and catch. Yeah. I think you've got to do that. What you do is wait until he gets back home, and then when he arrives back, go, did you see me? You ran straight past me and I was yelling your name. And then you turn around on him, he's now in trouble. <laughs> yeah, OK, I'm going to take yeah. that advice. Well, really mess with his head. Good luck to him, though. That's an amazing thing that he's going to do. And I think you're absolutely making the right move, Alex. I really do. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. We're currently asking you to complete the sentence. The strangest thing I've cried at is... Dave, 13 years ago, driving down to the in-laws and Daniel Beddingfield's If You're Not The One came on the radio. I bawled like a baby while singing along. My 12-year-old son thinks that's silly. From Tana from Gypsy Hill. Mm, harsh. Beddingfield will get you in the end. Yeah, be it Natasha or Daniel. Could be either <laughs> of the siblings. They're both lethal. <laughs> Dave, the last, the strangest thing I've cried at is Simba's dad dying in The Lion King. My daughter looked at me in the dirtiest way ever and said, Mum, it's not even real, you know. And that's from Tallulah from Stoke. Still hurts. Still hurts a lot. I have found that um, fatherhood and hangovers live in the same world. <laughs> yeah. Both can bring me to tears. Yeah. Um, I was once so hungover that I cried at Grand Designs on War 4. <laughs> <laughs> I think these people wanted to build a house entirely out of mud and it just really got to me. Um, and fatherhood, I'd been happily living my life watching that commercial where the girl grows up and she goes to university and she's laying on her bed in, in the dorms and she asks that machine to play Dad's playlist. Mm. And... Nothing, not a thing. Became a dad, saw it as soon as I got home. Um, it was on the TV, and now I believe it should have an Oscar. <laughs> really? It's so beautiful. But you weren't experiencing that for another 18 years. <laughs> I know, but it's going to come so quickly, Glenn. Don't, don't start me off again. <laughs> Alex Richardson, let me bring you in here. So I cried a lot at a friend's wedding, not when they walked down the aisle or anything like that, but she'd hung up Winnie the Pooh quotes around the marquee. <laughs> And I started reading some of them. It really got me. But the worst thing was the group of friends behind me were like, oh, Alex, what does that one say? And asked me to read it out. And I couldn't. And I just turned around and just lost it. So some kind of Milnesque quotes yeah. got you going. Oh, you yeah. Honey? Piglet like, yeah, yeah. But they are quite, from memory, it's been a long while, but they are quite, if you, if you hold my hand, nothing will ever... No wrong will oh, come to you, Piglet. Yeah. yeah, not it, it, he's got, you know, his belly sticking out and he's had too much honey. It was more the him and Piglet friendship type ones. Right, mm. I've got my paw stuck in this jar. Is it going to bring that yeah. to tears? No, that's fair enough. Um, Glenn, the strangest thing you've cried at is? Yeah, I started almost sort of um, welling up over the weekend. I was on a very long drive and uh, uh, Leicester East service station um, wow. at the welcome break. That I was sitting in the food court having a Burger King and they had these big TV screens advertising the service station we were already in, which was a bit pointless because, you know, we were already there. Um, but it was this video, it was this promotional video of this guy arriving at the service station and he's walking around and he's like, wow, there's a, there's a Smith. And he's in was the he food like, court. Rubbing his yeah, eyes yeah. And, and he's in the food really... court and he gives a real sort of look of like... I think I'm going to like it here. Um, <laughs> and he's shopping everywhere and he looked so nice and it made me feel so sad. What, because but, of his acting career? Because he, no, just he was so happy. He was so happy at the services. Oh. And then at the end, he, he fills up a petrol and he drives home and it showed him arriving at his house. He's just about to get in the car and he just gives one sort of wistful, 
God, that was good. Sort of look. And it, it made me feel so sad that his, this guy's standards were so low that one of the best days of his life was at Lustery oh. Service Station. It made me happy, but I felt I felt really bleak and I was really silent for the rest of the car journey. If you'd stayed longer in that service station and watched the end of that, he gets out of his car, he goes around to the back, opens the boots, gets out a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. We're completing the sentence... The strangest thing I've cried at is, and if you're listening on Absolute Radio, that's David Bowie and Heroes, and that always brings a tear to my eye, let me tell you that. Dave, not many people can say they've cried during a Coleman's mustard advert. <laughs> but I can. How? Says Nick in Yately. I don't know. Nick, if you don't mind getting back in touch at 8, 12, 15, we'd love to know, you know, which one it is. There must be something about bringing a family together, I imagine. That's the mustard angle, isn't it? Or like a revenge thing. It's responsible for the death of someone that they, you know, were really closely associated with. And as a result, they hate Coleman's so much that they stare at it. Probably shouldn't say that about Coleman's. It's a great mustard. (laughs) One of the best. What you say is maybe someone accidentally ate a spoon of this. Literally bringing a tear to the eye. The strangest thing I've cried at is a contender's inability to get up the travelator on gladiators. Oh, you've got a feel for them. There's, though. A, there's something about the human endeavour, isn't there? You've got when that you're watching far. that, it's like the fact that we, you know, as humankind, got to the moon. Yeah, you can get to the tra- up the travelator. You, you can, can be hunter and jet. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a combination! <laughs> um, the strangest thing I've cried at is a ladder in my tights. I was drunk at the time. Oh. I feel them, yeah. I know what they mean. You said to me uh, off air, Alex, that you cry, you like to cry, you like to mm. have a good cry. Yeah. And will it be something as simple as, or as strange as a ladder in the tights? If you're going to a meeting, to work, or something where you want to look great, and there is a ladder in your tights, yeah, that's going to get me. So you would cry like a baby if you saw Winnie the Pooh in some laddered stockings? <gasps> Don't set me off. No, I'm tired anyway. And that's your imagery for the day, everyone. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. One of life's biggest questions when Matt Dyson's off to have another baby is what makes Glenn Moore's mind tick? What is going on in that comedic head of yours, Glenn? One can only wonder. Well, it's mainly just anticipation of uh, of filling um, Matt Dyson's boots. Obviously, I'm not as hairy as he is, um, (laughs) which I hope doesn't take away any of the magic of the competition. You said, obviously, like you were naked right now. (laughs) As you can see, Dave, I'm not as hairy as As I moved my hand fore and aft to indicate, yeah, I am indeed not clothed. Um, So this morning, live on The Breakfast Show, we're going to give you a chance to win £5,000 by mirroring the thought processes of Edinburgh Fringe nominated Glenn Moore. If you can match all five of Glenn's answers, you can win the money. That's right, it's... Five words. Five grand. Absolute radio. And joining us this morning in London is Jamie. Good morning to you, Jamie. Morning, Dave. Welcome to the show, my friend. How are you doing today? Yeah, really well, thank you. Very good. Excellent. So um, we believe you've been looking into the psychology of word association games in preparation for this. Well, yeah, because I started to Google Glenn and then you end up finding a lot of stuff that, um, you know, would be impossible to sort of research in a small space of time. So I ended up having to Google word association Wikipedia Mm. and then there's a massive sort of uh, labyrinth of stuff in there that I thought, basically I'm just going to try and keep it simple and hopefully Glenn will do the same thing. I will be, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to give you five words, Jamie, and you have to say the first thing that pops into your head, as you just said, you are going to keep it simple. Glenn won't be able to hear your answers because he's going to be wearing the pink 
unicorn headphones that Matt Dyson left here. Yes. Um, I have selected uh, one of my favourite gym playlists. I've selected Beast Mode for you to enjoy today. Yeah, yeah. The picture on Beast Mode is one of a person who looks uh, similar sort of physique to yours. Yeah. Uh, where you sort of imagine that uh, being muscly is just his career. Yeah. Um, and also that is job. me. Um, yeah. Not no, no, yeah, sorry, I couldn't quite see your face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I've got, I've got the unicorn headphones and uh, the first track is, um, is uh, Travis Scott's uh, Sicko Mode, of course. This place has got the likes of Kendrick Lamar, Kanye West and Takeshi69. Here we go. So um, this is what I'll be listening to. Yeah. This just reminds me of Pumping Hard. Sorry? Nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Jamie, are you ready? I am indeed. First word that pops into your head when I say... Snow. Rain. Penalty. Coal. Radio. Listener. (laughs) (laughs) Always nice to meet one. (laughs) Nose. Face. And finally, Jamie, money. Cash. Okay, there we go. Thank you very much indeed, Jamie. Glenn. Thank you. Hello. We have Jamie's five words. Oh, that's beast mode. There we go. It's stopped. Come on, Glenn. <laughs> well, I'm going to have my warm down now. <laughs> we'll be getting Glenn's. Next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Jamie, you still there? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, the time has come, my friend. We've got the five words that popped into your mind first when I gave you our five. And now Glenn is out of the Beast Mode playlist and ready mm-hmm. to try and help you win £5,000 by matching each word. Our first ever contestant, Sarah, who we spoke to only last Monday, is the most successful with three matches. She got the first one right. wrong, so she wins nothing. We you wish don't get you... a grand per question, though. You don't get a grand. <laughs> we did talk about that in the production meeting, but it's just it's producer Dave, basically. He hates everyone. Oh, he doesn't want to see anyone do well in life. Oh, Maybe okay. we will at a later date, but right now you do need to match up the five. OK, no, Glenn, okay. are you ready? I am. First word that pops into your head when I say... Snow. Flake. I'm really sorry. Mm. Jamie went for rain. Snow rain. I was playing words. Yeah, yeah, you're right. No, you're absolutely right. It's not the word that follows on. I'm sorry. <laughs> One thing I was quietly apprehensive about was Glenn stepping into Matt's shoes that he will just have a go at you all. <laughs> no, no, no. Rain? Are you kidding me, Jamie? Rain? Yeah, no, um, no I can. I completely understand. Okay, right. Now I'm on. I'm on your. I know it's too late, but I know. I know what we're talking about. Now here we go. Here we go. Okay. Yeah. Um, just a little spoiler here. Jamie answered rain for all of them. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Penalty. Shootout. What? <laughs> Do you say kick? <laughs> Goal. <sighs> okay. Okay. Yeah, dear. Radio. Head. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie went for listener. My wife takes me and said I should have said absolute. Yes, that would have been oh, nice, yeah. but then again, neither did Glenn, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, what about nose? Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing well. Mm, 
face. Okay. Nose face. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, just for pride. Yeah, I know. I just want, for I really, pride. really want you to get one. Okay. Money. Uh, cash. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> um, Jamie, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you. Thank Unfortunately, you, you didn't win you this guys. time, but love to the family and thanks for tuning in. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Stuff grinds people's gears. Of course it does. We're all human. Share it with the group here on the show. You're going to feel a whole lot better. 8, 12, 15, and breathe deeply. <sighs> Glenn? <sighs> Alex? There we go. I'd like to get the ball rolling, if I may, with um, Wenzel's, the bakers. Mm. I believe that Wenzel's are the purveyors of one of the greatest baked goods in the shape of their brown bread tuna sandwich. Mm -hmm. the, the bread has been baked to just the perfect consistency. Then there's the tuna, which is all soft with the mayo, and then the crisp of the lettuce and the cucumber. Perfection. Mm. So as soon as I see one, and there's not often enough left, I grab one and then I queue up and I'm anxious to quite bore, basically put it in my face as yeah, soon as yeah, possible yeah. that's what I want and I was stood behind this guy he was he was about six foot three very skinny guy and I was stood behind him for a good few minutes when all I want to do is pay for my tuna sandwich mm -hmm. so I can put it in my face before I realised that he wasn't in the queue he was just stood there eating a muffin he'd just purchased oh, oh you don't oh, eat no. in Wenzel's it's not well, a restaurant out of Wenzel's yeah. yeah I'm stood behind you I'm going oh I'm trying to look round him what's going on going on here I want to have my tuna oh. sandwich and he wasn't even in the queue but stood at the counter everyone knows wherever you go to buy stuff over the counter you then move to the side when you're waiting for your coffee or whatever it may be you wouldn't wear your clothes in Primark would you no, don't you just eat the food in, in Wenzel's, the middle of yeah. the, the shop. You're absolutely right. And by the way, I have don't do that because it is yeah. illegal. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Dave, I'm totally with you. Much like the man in the queue at your favourite bakers. What about those people that sit at the bar in a pub on Friday or Saturday nights? Excuse me, mate, are you waiting? No. Oh, you're not? Then why are you still at the bar? Go away! Go over there! Ah! <laughs> Simone in Gantz Hill. Agreed. Yeah. Absolutely agreed. I think if it's a busy night, as soon as you've got your drink, get as far away as possible. Yeah. If you've got your baked good as well, get as far away as possible. Everyone should stand along the outside walls like a year seven school disco. <laughs> exactly right. No one should be in the middle. That's such a good observation. As soon as you've bought your baked product or your beer, separate to other sides. Yeah. Boys one side, <laughs> girls the other. That's what we want. Uh, joining us right now in Wolverhampton, we have Matt. Good morning to you, Matt. Good morning. How you doing, my friend? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. How Excellent. You? Uh, very well, thank you. We received your text regarding Let It Go and it's it's really kind of resonated with everybody here. Would you like to share it with the group, please? Yeah, what really grinds my gears is when you walk up to a set of double doors that say a shop or place of work and you push one of them and it's locked, the other one's open. What's the point in having two a set of double doors when you're going to keep one of them locked? <laughs> and when I walk up to them and push one of them and I, I lose my temper, people look at me thinking I'm a bit weird what we're going on about. But Why is this angry okay. man trying to get into our place of work? Yeah, yeah, I can't get through one of the doors because it's locked. I'll tell you what, Matt, I, as I say, it resonates with us. I, I get very British about, about if I can't open the door properly, I, I will walk away. I went up to a pub door recently and I pulled it and it was locked and I tried to push it and then I could see people inside looking at me and I, I just walked away. I went to somewhere oh, else. Oh, oh, most pubs <laughs> most pubs have about four doors and three of them will be sealed closed and do not actually function <laughs> no. as doors. And they don't explain it and they look at you with a look of 
like, did you think it was going to be that easy? Oh, what are you going to do next? Go through the hatch in the <laughs> yeah. ground where we have the beer delivered? <laughs> Why are they making it so difficult, eh? Why are they making it so difficult? Doors. Um, thank you very much indeed for coming on the show, Matt. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Have yourself a lovely day, my friend, and well done on letting it go. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Well, Glenn, you're up. Come on. Let it go, big fella. Um, yesterday I had to do a speed awareness course for a mild driving offence um, in October last year. And <laughs> there were about 20 of us in the room. Yeah. And the way I see it is the less anyone says anything, the quicker we get to leave. It's a simple equation that applies to so many things in life. Yeah. But anything to do with group meetings, just don't ask any questions. And ev- everyone seemed to ask que- or. The classic of um, not really a question, not really a question, more of an observation, really. Um, <laughs> you said um, that I should set cruise control at thirty miles an hour. Um, well, my uh, boyfriend he sets it at about thirty-two miles an hour. Mm. Mm. Okay, mm. Why, why, why are we hearing this? Only say that out loud if your boyfriend or yourself have invented a time machine that allows everyone to go back in time <laughs> yes. and re-get those bits of their life back. Yeah, and there was, a, there was a guy there as well who was insistent he knew more than the police officer or the driving instructor. It's always and that um, one, isn't actually, it? Actually, I thought uh, it's actually 40 miles an hour. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> matter. Yeah. What you really don't want is someone to ask a question that pricks the interest of the driving instructor police officer taking the course. Actually, Martin, that's a very interesting yeah. point. Let me get... Pulls up the seat, sits on it backwards. <laughs> well, where do I begin? Okay, but you've done your speed awareness course. I've done it, yeah. You've I've, had my, I've had my text from a police saying, don't do it again, but you're a good lad. Okay, well, that's all right then. Let's move on, shall we? Alex, you got anything you want to let go of? Yeah, so uh, someone, one of our friends staying at ours recently uh, unplugged the plug-in air freshener to plug in their phone charger. That's fine. Scum. They placed <laughs> <laughs> they placed the uh, air freshener on the coffee table, which then leaked on the coffee table. There is now a ring on our coffee table, which I have to hide with a coaster. Oh, oh no. and I've been very angry about this. I need to, I do need to let it go because they didn't care. I care. They didn't I, care. No, you know, they you, didn't care. So, so you've got the the mark of the ambipure, yes. and yet your friends inverted has comment, a fully charged phone. And well, not anymore. Care. I imagine it's gone down by now. <laughs> so that's well, the thing. It wasn't even a long term. Yeah, it wasn't even a long term game. But I do need to let it go. It's been a couple of weeks oh. now. Okay. <sighs> well done, Alex. Well done. I've got to let it go. Like I turned forty yesterday. No one was bothered because it was Dave Grohl's fiftieth. <laughs> but I'm fine. Seriously. <laughs> Just going to let it go. And that's from, <laughs> this is how it signs off. Dave, 40-year-old Francis in Worcester. Well, happy birthday to you, Dave. It can't be easy being a birthday twin with another day. No, you, I mean, it must be tricky enough, you know, having a birthday on Christmas Day and to think you were born a couple of weeks after that and you go, oh, I've missed the whole Christmas Day thing. The and whole then, New Year thing. I've and then Dave Grohl gets really famous. And you go, oh, damn it. Unbelievable. Yeah. Let it go. People that complain to the shop staff about the prices, I guarantee you that the 17-year-old behind the counter didn't have anything to do with setting the prices. And that's from Karen. That really riles me. I think as well when anyone sort of goes, look, I'm, I'm not angry at you, and it's like, well, you are. You're being angry <laughs> to me, so that is the same. Look, it's my Saturday job, mate. Leave me alone, will you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you very much indeed for letting it go, you brave souls. It will return next Tuesday morning. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. My usual cohort, Matt Dyson is away as himself and his wife welcome a new member to their family will of course keep you up to date and that means Glenn has stepped in for social ammo what's going on out there Glenn? 
Well, uh, Robbie Williams is hitting the headlines. Okay. Um, so he lives very close to uh, Jimmy Page. Um, and uh, what he's been doing, because they've got a bit of a dispute, both the, the former Take That Man and the former Led Zeppelin Man, is that uh, Robbie Williams is allegedly blasting music to annoy Jimmy Page because they're having a dispute over some renovations. And he's playing things like Black Sabbath, Pink Floyd, Deep Purple, basically any band from the 70s or 80s that is not Led Zeppelin. Well, that's all the good stuff. Yeah. Why well, doesn't he play Take Me Back? or something back for good that's what it's yeah. called <laughs> <laughs> well, I say that knowledge like all of them yeah um, I think just anything uh, yeah any uh, but um, it's, it's causing a bit of a ruckus so apparently this is what happens when multi-millionaire musicians go to war this yeah. is what they, yeah this is how high scale the disputes are they don't actually declare war on each other they just play very very loud music right because isn't this because Robbie wants to build a swimming pool or something and Jimmy yes, Page is yeah, giving yeah. him permission to do that yes exactly so there has been a complaint uh, to uh, the Royal Borough of Kensington and Chelsea Council it's just been signed Johnny Okay, it's a, it's a story that will resonate with so many of us, I'm sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the old classic, I want to build a swimming pool, one member of Led Zepp won't let me build it, play lots of Black Sabbath. Cl- yeah. Classic. <laughs> what else we've got going on? Uh, we've got Donald Trump um, has hosted a college football team at the White House. However, uh, because the US government is currently undergoing its longest uh, uh, sort of, uh, it, it, it's sort of broken away for the, 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 it's been suspended for the longest time in its history. Um, what it means is anyone who works for the government in the US has not been at work for a month. So there aren't any, actually, there aren't any caterers at the White House. Wow. So uh, Donald Trump has laid on uh, hundreds and hundreds of burgers from McDonald's. Um, and I think this, this is not like a huge professional football team. These are college football players. So they're probably really excited about having this White House cuisine and then they're given a big tasty, which is still delicious, but at the same time, you know. Yeah, you can go and get one of those. Yeah, yeah. The point and is you can get one of those down the road. So there are photos doing the rounds of this billionaire president standing in front of hundreds of burgers. <laughs> it, it, it looks like something Banksy would draw. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, finally, I believe we kind of keep it food-themed, Glenn. Yeah, moving on to the police. Basically, a shopper has been banned from Walmart, the huge chain store in the US, um, in Texas, because she was found sipping wine from a Pringles can. Now, there's a lot of questions <laughs> to be had about this. Primarily, what flavour were the Which Pringles? Which flavour? But also, and, not necessarily... What, what colour was the wine? Yeah, what are we talking? I'm assuming a red wine. I'm assuming maybe a Merlot or Shiraz. But um, did, did she empty out the can of Pringles? Did she eat them? Or has the wine been poured on on top of the Pringles to create a sort of sour cream and chive Malbec. You know, I could, <laughs> I could do a Sauvignon Blanc and some salt and vinegar. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just be, that would be pushing it, but yeah. I, could probably, I could probably do that. Okay, so there we go. That is your social ammo. Thank you very much indeed, Glenn. And in a slight ironic twist, I believe that the most talked about thing that's going to happen online today is courtesy of our very own Matt Dyson. All will be revealed next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Next Monday, I'm going to give somebody £50,000 to just make sure they can take care of the mortgage or the rent and the credit cards and the bills and then have yourselves a holiday or buy a car. Do whatever you like with the money. Of course, Matt Dyson has come up with a few suggestions um, through the medium of musical theatre. Whatever would you do with 50 grand? (laughs) What could you do with 50 grand? (laughs) Go on a big cruise Buy lots of posh booze Whatever would you do with with 50 grand? grand? What could you do with 50 grand? Live like a king 
One text is all it takes. Enter now for goodness sakes. All your dreams we will make. So kin a hot sub. Invest in a football club. Whatever would you do with 50 grand? That's what to do with 50 grand. If the faces here in the studio represent you guys out there, <laughs> <laughs> then it's quite the mixed bag. Alex, you were just looking out the window, whimsically yeah. enjoying the musical styles of Matt Dyson. I like it. Glenn, you looked a bit confused. Yeah, I do. It's, it's got a really, really good voice. It's confusing. <laughs> it's annoyingly catchy. And producer Nick, and you just never want to get to this stage in life where he's just heard that so many times now <laughs> that it just doesn't even affect him any longer. Um, so, before Matt Dyson went off, which he has today, to um, expand his family to three children, he recorded a video for that. And it is on our Facebook page, it's on our Twitter feed, at Absolute Radio. Go check it out. Warning, Matt Dyson is wearing a gold sequin jacket over a burnt orange Fred Perry top. What a combo! <laughs> what a combo! As I say, it's on the Facebook page and it's on our Twitter feed at Absolute Radio. And if you would like to be in the chance of winning fifty thousand pounds, text "win" to eight twelve fifty. Fifty thousand pounds. Get your twenty nineteen sorted. Text cost two pounds plus your standard network rate. Lines close at nine a.m. on Monday, the twenty first of January. We're playing across the Absolute Radio network. Over 18s only. Rules and entry at Absolute Radio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute Radio. Today we are smashing together anything from the world of crisps and movies. Crisp a movie. Eight twelve fifteen. Tweet us at Absolute Radio. This is because we've become a little bit obsessed with news of a woman in Texas drinking wine from a Pringles tube, mm. <laughs> and how more specifically what flavours would work best. I'm going for a Sauvignon Blanc and salt and vinegar. Just the remains of the salt and vinegar. Yeah. Those lovely little flaky bits you get at the end of a Pringles tube. There's nothing wrong with that. But how also developing this idea, because I think she could be onto something, does it exist that you could have, like, snacks, whether it be a little stack of Pringles or some nuts, at the bottom of the tube, mm. and then the top half of the tube has got, like, a sealed, prepared, like, glass or two of wine in it? So you travel with a Pringle-sized tube, but you're actually taking a drink and some snacks into a live event. Is it like a sort of um, the, the musical instrument, that sort of Rainmaker thing, where you, you, you tip it into your mouth one way, then you flip it over, and then you tip it into your mouth the other way, <laughs> and then back and forth? That's exactly... We'll call it the happiness maker. <laughs> That's what we're going to call it. So we've decided to go for Chris and Movie, and I'm just going to level with you right now. We always like to get the ones from around the studio. I've let myself down. I'm ashamed. Um, I hope that no one that I, that I know is listening right now because this is the worst piece of wordplay you're going to hear. Okay. Okay. The Tyrrells of Engagement. <laughs> Bad McCoys. That's good. Doritos Cool Runnings Original. <laughs> You're too kind. Um, Alex, did you uh, cobble anything I've together over there? I've done a few, there? yeah. Okay. I mean, they're not great, but full metal packet of crisps. Oh, good. Uh, James McCoy <laughs> and Stephen King's What's It? Oh, oh that's, that's very good. Nice. That's a nice one. Glenn? Uh, the Intern Chip, <laughs> uh, Sultan Shakespeare in Love, <laughs> and Pringle White Female. There we go. There was to the studio. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. What's it's eating Gilbert Grape? Mark and Hastings. Ready Salted Player One from someone in Camden. Finding Dora Ito. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in delivery. From Dust Till Prawn and Cocktail from Sammy Walsall. Lord of the Onion Rings from Daryl in Lowestoft. Snacker Jack Reacher from Sharon in Tamworth. And finally from Will in Chester, The Hills 
have scampy fries. Nice. <laughs> Do we get any tweets, Glenn? We have. We have from Matt Callum, 28 Lays Tater. <laughs> oh, <laughs> very nice. Uh, from Bobbert on Twitter, Multipack Storage. <laughs> and James Brady has got the actor Danny Dorito. Very nice. Well done, everybody. The Daily Smash will return tomorrow morning. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. What a remarkable few hours of live radio it's been. Thank you for tuning in and those of you who got in touch. Of course, as always, we've been uh, ringing the podcast bell. That's what we're going to name the podcast, available from all the usual places on a daily basis. Of course, except for yesterday, uh, when we hid the name of the daily podcast within the bonus material of the podcast, um, causing Jay Lawrence, our Absolute Radio colleague, to tweet, um, I only went for a little nap, what's happened to the world? Um, so download it to find out what it's called. But right now, producer Mark, let's do it traditionally, shall we? You've been jotting stuff down. Mm-hmm. What have you got? OK, first up, angry estate agents on homes under the hammer. OK, this is based on... A, I, I firmly believe that there would be a great social media feed in estate agents from homes under the hammer looking around different rooms. Mm. And I spotted a particularly angry one the other day who would be the jewel in the crown of this idea. Okay. She was found sipping wine from a Pringles can. <laughs> this lady who has inspired us in Texas, I think we may have come up with something that's Dragon's Den worthy here. I'm not lying. Yeah. The and snacks not, and, and not the wine. The, not drinking the wine directly amongst the crisps. No, no. We, we, we're, we're going to make separate compartments because yeah. uh, we're smart like that. <laughs> what else we got? E.T. didn't go home. He's just on a shelf with his finger out. Yeah. <laughs> Spotted E.T. on one of the lots in Los Angeles. Mm. It, was, it was a sad day. It was a sad day. And finally, you would cry like a baby if you saw Winnie the Pooh wearing laddered stockings. Alex. Yeah, yeah. that is an image that will stay with me. And yes, many other people. <laughs> Um, I think we should call the daily podcast You Would Cry Like a Baby If You Saw Winnie the Pooh Wearing Laddered Stockings and just call it a day there. Yeah. Um, thank you, Glenn. Thank, thank you, you, Alex. Uh, we'll have an update on the ever-expanding Dyson family for you tomorrow morning. Of course, we're all thinking of Matt and Katie and co. And we'll be back tomorrow at 6am when, once again, we will be live. Thanks for tuning in. Arrivederci. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Podcast done. Absolute Radio.